0: Hi, welcome to this episode of Secondary. This is Whit, the musician, and Jenkins. So, in this episode, we're going to be talking about the Black Album by Metallica. Um, probably the most r- highly recognized metal album of all time, um, critically and um, fan-wise. Um, but I discovered that album, and, um, Kirk Hammett and James Hetfield's guitar playing massively inspired my riff writing, because metal's much more riff-based than blues, because blues is just, like, the same chord progression, for the most part, in a lot of songs, just in different keys, and, um, Metallica's much more riff-based, you know, with, like, Enter Sandman in one, and faster guitar solos and more complex drum parts and louder bass, more aggressive music. Um and yeah, I basically just got super drawn into riff writing and playing Metallica's riffs and it massively inspired me to write my own riffs and my music's very riff-based. Um not as much chord progression stylist blues and stuff, but there's still a little bit there. Because um, that's how you keep the complexity in the songs. And if it's all the same chord throughout the entire song, it gets a little boring and there's no builds and there's no resolution and that kind of stuff. But yeah, that became one of my all time favorite albums, tone wise, riff rot, riff wise. And then um I The next album we're going to talk about is Nirvana's Nevermind album, which is basically the first grunge album of all time. Started all of grunge, inspired so many other bands, inspired a bunch of listeners. It changed music and it changed the industry. And I think for better, a lot of people think for worse, but it brought back studios that were dying. It brought back from the 80s hair metal trend in like, Grum machines. It brought back analog sound. Um, It was recorded in a studio called Sound City, which is like top of the line. They had a Neve console, and amazing, amazing albums were made there. Um, Slipknot albums, a Metallica album, um, like Rick Springfield, all of that kind of stuff. Um, Fleetwood Mac. Um, started there and so it brought back analog sound and um, inspired other bands to start making grunge music they basically started their own genre with Nirvana's Nevermind and um, it was a huge like Seattle scene in the 90s um, but I got into Nirvana's Nevermind mainly from the Smells Like Teen Spirit music video And learning how to play that on guitar, and then learning, like, come as you are, and that kind of stuff Um, later on. But uh, Nirvana basically just became a huge inspiration. And I'm not the best singer of all time, but neither was Kurt Cobain. And he still got his message across, a mess message across, and he still made great music. And it's not like bad to listen to. Either And so it kind of inspired me to do my own vocals, even if they weren't that great, really. Um, So it inspired me that way. And then the drum playing is awesome in that um, band, too, with Dave Grohl, who's probably one of the best multi-instrumentalists of all time. And he inspired so many people and then moved on to different bands doing different things because he's now in the Foo Fighters playing guitar and singing instead of playing drums like he did in Nirvana. And then um, not a lot of people, like, know him for his vocals in Nirvana, but he was a massive part of the backing vocals. They weren't, It wasn't all Kurt Cobain in the studio. It was Dave Grohl doing some backing vocals on even their most famous songs. And then um, when the Batman trailer came out for the new Batman with Robert Pattinson, I um, heard something in the way in the background which is on Nevermind and I'm a massive fan of Batman and Nirvana so it was nice to see them collide and so I learned how to play that because it's just like two chords going back and forth between each other and very monotone vocals and it's quiet on acoustic guitar And so I learned that was the first song that I learned how to sing and play guitar at the same time just because it seemed the easiest but it once you get into it there's a lot of complexity I actually re-recorded that song a couple of times I don't think I'm going to end up releasing it but it was actually in one of my video production videos when I made my own uh Batman movie that was about 10 minutes long and that was a lot of fun and that was my first time really like doing a full song from top to bottom besides my own and It wasn't too complicated of a song, but I brought my own ideas to it and made it my own instead of just keeping with Nirvana. And honestly, Nirvana's probably one of my biggest inspirations just like tone-wise also because they had like that really cracking up guitar sound and the drum sound was amazing and it was in Sound City and they have an amazing drum room. All of the drum sounds that come out of there are just fantastic. Um, It closed down a while ago, and Dave Grohl from Nirvana actually bought the console and put it in his own personal studio. There's a documentary about it called Sound City. It's on YouTube. Highly recommend you check it out. So this has been an episode of Waking the Musician on Secondary.